right, I'm ready too. Hey, what's going on everyone? This is Information Creep. It's me, Dakota, and Walter, and Greg. And we're missing Spiros today. Unfortunately, he had some stuff to do. So anyways, today we're talking about Dark Cybertron. Hooray, yay, claps all around. Hold your applause. <laughs> um, so, I'll be honest, I don't remember a whole lot about this. I didn't do much of my research. Uh, I don't think uh, Greg did either. And, like, I think this is one that Spiros really could have shined. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the thing about Dark Cybertron is it was kind of boring, and it was a lot of filler for, yeah. like, like a handful of really important moments to the continuity. Um, the uh, the ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag sort of thing? Uh, sure, would country you, boy. Would you liken it, would you liken it to that? Um, I, I guess. I've, I've never heard that before, but sure. You've never heard that? Like, yeah, not, like not, not, not in a movie that came out recently? <laughs> he said um, it stuck. I don't know, I just, I've been saying it for everything. Oh, yeah, what was that in? Ha, uh, the Last Night. It was in The Last Night. Um, yeah, that was another movie. That was another story that was a whole lot of bullshit for, like, <laughs> one or two, like, pretty decent parts. I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't. Well, All I really... Oh, go ahead. No, no, you were. I thought you were done. You were served judgment. Yeah, because I mean, here's here's my thing, and I'll put this out there to the audience directly. You can't hate on Michael Bay for what he's done. You know, we all got jobs. This dude is a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And he did for fandom, he really helped. So I believe it like that. I like how everyone thinks it's just Michael Bay, though. Like. It's 100% his transformer. He's just like, nah, I I film very shaky camera angles and explosions. But speaking of shaky camera angles and explosions, Dark Cybertron, um, it picks up pretty much exactly where we uh, left off on the last issue of Information Street with a Titan uh, flying through uh, space and time and on to Cybertron and hanging out with Shockwave. Uh, Starscream gets a new body, and he's like, well, I'm leader of this world now, so I need a new body to go for it. Um, not at all to sell toys. And not at all. Got a body. Go figure. Yeah, which, honestly, like I like that design a lot. It's a, it, was a good, it was a good figure, in my opinion. But, um, so... A whole, like, I don't want to, like, the, there's a lot of stuff that happened, and it's it really is, like, not super important, um, at least, like, not in my opinion. Like, okay, so the big uh, Titan is there. Was it Metro Titan, or was it, they called it a Metro Titan or something like that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's all, it looks all dead and Decepticon-y. It's got, like, purple lights instead of, like, blue or red lights or something like that. And it looks like it's... It's it's suffering a chest wound. Oh, it was the Necro Titan. Necro Titan, that's it. Yeah, Metro Titan. I, think I was thinking about on. the toy. Yeah. yeah. So, pops up and something like Starscream immediately freaks out because it's like you know he's got his you know presidential suite <laughs> and he walks out with his new body and he's like so Rat Trap, how do you like it? And Rat Trap's like, oh yeah, it looks great on you, boss. And. Mm -hmm. Then he sees the Titan and he freaks out and he runs back to his, I guess, 
closet slash weapons cache. I don't know. I don't know what that's what that's all about. Uh, meanwhile, Gorlam Prime uh, is exploding or imploding, whatever you you want. And uh, Optimus sends out a distress call for people to stay away. Uh, but guess who was in the area? Rodimus and gang and the rest of the Lost Light crew. And so they immediately like swing by and pick him up. Like they completely ignore his warning. And Swerve actually liked the warning so much that he made it his ringtone. Which, uh, you know, it's Swerve. So they're they're all talking uh, on the Lost Light. Like um, Magnus, I remember Magnus saying, "Like, well, are you going to like take command?" And because it was very confusing for him, you know what I mean. And he was like, "No, I'm just kind of here as a guest." And so they all they all go to Swerve's bar, and <clears throat> well, you miss one very detail. <clears throat> uh, Swerve makes uh, this distress call as a uh, ringtone. I said that though. Oh, did you? Oh, my <laughs> yeah. bad. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. Did you uh, did you Robert D me? Mm-hmm. No, no, I was actually reading ahead. I was I was trying to, I'm like going over the pages, and I guess I, I was reading that as you were saying it. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, I was trying to I was trying to sound it out in my head, I guess, and then I was like, hey. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, so they're all sitting in the bar. They're, you know, Optimus takes his faceplate off, which we don't really see happen too many times. A first, very first time. This is a... Uh, this I thought was was really cool, like seeing the three of them like sitting down in a bar. Like, how would that, how would that go? You know what I mean? And you know, of course, it goes about as well as you think it would. Swerve walks up and, uh, you know, he starts taking pictures of the three of them in his bar, and uh, <laughs> just very grim faces of Ultra Magnus, Optimus Prime, and Rodimus, like trying to figure out like what to do, what's happening. How are they going to fix this this new anomaly uh, to what is undeniably like a gateway to the dead universe again? And also, one again, my favorite character gets mentioned in. Wow. Uh, Prowl got mentioned. Yeah, in the little conversation, and they did not. The all three of them did not look happy. No, man. Uh. Prowl, Prowl's got a he, he put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. I do like and something something that I did mention was whenever uh I guess it's not Optimus, but Orion Pax, whenever his uh his crew boarded the Lost Light, like Garnack just picked up Rodimus and hugged him and would not stop. So that was pretty funny. Uh, you know, like this this particular issue is not my favorite artist. Um and like Optimus and Ultra Magnus head designs kind of look the same, but look at I don't know what page it is. Um, it's is it when the uh, wheelie it's, page. It's when Optimus is saying goodbye to Wheelie and Garnack. Yeah, he look, what the fuck's up with Wheelie? He looks like heroic as fuck, dude. I know. <laughs> I was about to say something about that. Because, yeah, Wheelie looks like a freaking superhero. He looks I, like a, a fucking He-Man character from the old He-Man like, mini-comics. Like, he's got that, like, com- <laughs> comically heroic proportion body. It's just really, I don't know. 
It's very That's jarring. Very to strange me. way to draw Wheelie for sure. Um, the person that drew him, I think he did stuff for DC. I think it was Jimenez that drew the book. I think. Yeah. I think that sounds about. That sounds right. I mean, yeah, Garnack looks, looks, you know, looks kind of how he should. Like, I think Garnack should be that big, hulking, you know, giant monster alien guy. But like Wheelie, like he's Wheelie's got a very strong jawline in this picture. Yeah. And it's just it just doesn't fit the character, in my opinion. No, it, and, it definitely is very odd. Because I, I was like, who the fuck is that? When I glanced at it. And then I saw him talking. Well, I, I, when I was scrolling by, I glanced at it, and then I was like, "Who the fuck is it?" And then I, I read the page, and I was like, "That's cool." Yeah, <clears throat> he's got very, he's got very like muscular, robotic thighs too. Just mm. everything, everything about Wheelie was just cut in that picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, needless to say, they find a way. They find a way to go into the dead universe uh, portal because of brainstorm and uh, the little green bugs. And so Rodimus and Orion and Hardhead were those the three that went? And Cyclonus, that's the fourth one, because I think Whirl was just like, "What are you chicken?" or something like that. And Cyclonus was like, "You know what? No, I'm gonna go. I'm just give me the fuck away from you. I'm gonna go." <laughs> so that's uh and then like even even in this in this image like i think it's it's literally next page greg like where they're jumping out of the ship mm-hmm. like look at hardhead looks like another he-man's character now oh, i gotta find it is this when the art jumps to um homeboy um kind of hungover today um yeah. so i'm having a hard time like remembering names it looks like it's it definitely looks like it's still the same art uh, it, it's it's. I think it's before it jumps over to Olivia. Oh, 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 the side panel one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I I'd gone and yeah. skipped on. No, he looks like. Um, yeah, that doesn't look anything like Hardhead at all. Yeah, looks like. But but that's supposed to be Hardhead. It looks like looks like a GI Joe wearing. Exactly, like or armor. it looks like. It looks like the art for uh, that Bionic Commando game. <laughs> Where like the actual sprite character sprite looked nothing like it, but like the promo art for like the arcade game that well that was before you were born, but yeah, that that's what it reminds me of. Walter might know what I'm talking about. You yeah, know, it, looks, it definitely looks like a human in some sort of a suit. You know, Cyclonus, okay, I I can make out like that Cyclonus, like Prime, I can make out that's Prime and the same with uh Rodimus. But you know, Hardhead yeah, is super out of place. I know that Rodimus's <laughs> face is pretty uh <laughs> it's pretty out of character too. Yeah. Oh, you know, I was I was gonna get ready to. Start. I think uh, Jimenez. I think this might be his for drawing robots because when he does characters, you know, it's totally different. And I, I don't think he's ever drawn robot characters. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, I think he I think he did good on Prime. Whoever whoever did that. And, and honestly, I think he did good on Rodimus. You know, the face, like Greg said, was very non-Rodimus, but I think it was uh, I think it was done pretty well. Uh, but kind of going forward, Starscream, not sure what the hell's going on, decides to uh, to ask uh, uh, Scoop, Scoop of all people. Scoop. Yeah, like, hey, you know, I just kind of like framed you and had you thrown in prison uh, because I thought you were a threat to me. But uh, what's going on? 
And oh, then, he's the resident expert on ancient Cybertronian religious prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> so. A former wrecker and all that. I believe it. Really, really wrote that character in well. Uh, but it basically, like, he reads some junk off and he shows an image that looks like a couple of lines that could make Shockwave's face. That's the symbol of the uncreator. And hooray for all of that. Yay, apocalypse. <laughs> The end is near. <laughs> so, our our four heroes from the Lost Light have landed in the the Dark Universe, and like it's kind of like I remember it, it really starts to bother Cyclone. These little bugs that were pulled from the Dark Universe to like mask their signatures because the the, the Dark Universe, the Dead Universe, Jesus, mm-hmm. um, the Dead Universe can kind of like sense whenever there's like foreign bodies entering it that, you know, doesn't belong to it. So they're they're wearing these little these little bugs as like a as like a mask that Brainstorm made. Some little bug colognes and Rodimus and Prime and Hardhead, like they all seem fine. Cyclonus is definitely having some flashbacks and he's like coughing up oil and we see Nightbeat, which we haven't seen in a very long time. So, on the outside, uh, the Autobots and the Decepticons are, I think they're having a little bit of, like, I think they're doing, like, a little bit of, like, team up together, and they're, like, making some plans. Starscream goes back to Metalhawk's body, which I don't know what, like, Cybertronians do. Well, I guess they put them into coffins, uh, like, with their dead, but Metalhawk's just still kind of, like, laying with a blanket over his stomach with like bars around him and Starscream's just talking to him so that's weird I guess yeah. like, that was just very strange have they ever shown that what they do cause uh don't they eject them into space on the lost light on the lost light that's what they did like they, they still put them into little coffins and then they ejected them into space but I thought that was just because you know well, they yeah, were it was. on a ship well, you know? and that's what I'm getting at. Like, I, I, they've seen it there, but I don't think we've actually seen anything, um, have we? In Sins of the Wreckers, uh, all of the dead wreckers were actually buried on debris because whenever Tidal Wave, like, tore into it, you you see all the coffins come flying out and, like, smashing down, and, like, Prowl is trying to get Verity back to debris with all these coffins just crashing around them. And then Iron Fist coffin happens to land in front of him, and Verity like freaks oh. out and starts dry heaving. I'll, I'll be honest. I was not really a fan of that book. I read it just kind of to get it, but yeah. I wasn't really a fan of it, so I don't really remember a lot. It had a, it had a slow start that wasn't very good, but I think around issue like probably midway through issue two, and then like through three, I, I liked it. It started to pick up, and I really enjoyed it. And that was some stuff I, that happened in number four. Yeah, I thought I thought I'd like it more because Tarantulas was in it, but um, anyway, sorry, not to derail. Oh no, it's fine. Not well, to yeah, derail. So one bad. Do boring comic. Different. Talk about another one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I, I liked Sins. I I really I, I enjoyed it. It you know it, it wasn't Last Stand, but I still really liked it. But uh, but yeah. So we we were talking about like something, um. So I think, uh, let's see, 
if in Spotlight Trail Cutter, which is I think why we told people to kind of remember what went on during that uh, vaguely, they found Ultra Magnus or not Ultra Magnus Metroplex is like a piece oh. of his thumb, which was like, like a tran- banging against the ship, and well, it's it's now banging against the ship, I guess I should say. So they kind of like follow it to where it needs to go. And apparently it's the it's where Metroplex landed, which was like underwater on some planet. Which and I think this is is this where we I believe this is where we meet Windblade. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, it is. We meet oh, Nautica and who's the third one? Chromia. Chromia, yeah, Chromia was the third one. Uh, because they they are city speakers from a colony planet called Caminus, because those are things now. <clears throat> there's uh, there's several of these these things now. And uh, but before before actually before they made them uh, some some bad things happen. What were they uh, the Ammonites or the Terradors? One one of the the guys that that were the bad guys that tried to. Uh, Kill Thunderflash. So there's a whole bunch of those little dudes, and they're like omni combining and like making big robots and like hammering the lost light, and you know they knocked a hole in it, so all this water's like rushing in, and then they uh, let's see, I'll get to it here eventually. They all go to like escape pods, and like this is a this is where we see the rod pod for the first time, which is a uh, very vain, like very very vain. I can't remember. Was it uh was it was it Whirl that found it or that wanted to to get into it and like get away? It was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like this guy is your leader, but it's 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 a it's a little pod that's shaped. Similar-ish to Rodimus's like head and face. It's a damn shame we didn't get some sort of a. Uh, we haven't gotten some sort of a representation of that. I mean, not that I, I don't really collect the IDW cell figures anymore, but that seems like it could be something that MMC would make. It wouldn't even have to transform; just be like a. Just a ball. <laughs> just an accessory. Yeah. Well, who made? Who was it that made them? Was it um. Uh, Fig Busker. Uh, that made the Rodimus star. Well, he made the rod pod. He made a version of the rod pod. Oh, no. Because I, I remember James Roberts got one at TFCon. He hadn't bet the Rodimus Star, because I have one. Who made <clears> the Rodimus Star? Because I remember those were... Like, people were walking around with those at BotCon 2014, and I, I, I fucking felt like Trail Cutter, Trail Breaker, because I was just like, where? how do you, how do you, how do I get that? Um, I think... Um, was that? Ariel, I think Fake Busker designed it, and then, um, oh shit, his name was just in my head. Renderform? Um, uh, not Renderform, um, Nonif. I think Nonif was selling them because Ariel couldn't be there that day or something. I can't remember. I got one through the mail. I oh, mail ordered okay. one. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm probably just gonna have to, to find one. I'm sure I can get one off their Shapeway store. What one of them? Like I'm, I'm sure they still can do that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, really we're all cool. gets on the rod pod. 
Uh, yeah, everyone gets in the rod pod against, um, like, what Rodimus's like, wishes would have been. Because he was, like, one single scratch, one small scratch, and I'll kill you or something like that. He takes a whole lot of pride. He takes more pride in the rod pod than he does, you know, his uh, his spaceship. So, but back in the dead universe uh, with Livio Ramondelli um, drawing everything. This I like. I like his artwork for this. I think we've we, we've talked about it uh, in the last you know last information creep. How he does like all this dead universe stuff really well. I think it really fits his art style. And I still stand by that. Wait, I mean, did we did we skip over um, my my abs not loading? But did we skip over um, the fighting with the uh, Necro Titan? No. Uh, no, no. I no. I want to say that's, that's either at the, the end of Volume One or beginning of Volume Two. I, we well, we got to the point where Brainstorm tells them that they're following my course, right? Yeah, because right. where I'm reading, and maybe this might be out of whack or something. It might have been re, like put in a different order. Because I'm reading a, a, the trade. Um, but uh, immediately after that, you see RC aiming at the Metro Titan with a giant ass cannon. But I, I didn't want to skip it because this is where the Necro Titan unleashes the uh, resurrection wave. Oh, is that where is that where Metal Hawk wakes up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I That's can't. why they keep those bodies around for a plot device. Just, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we if we didn't skip it, if it's coming up, then that's fine. I'm sorry. And, I just wanted and, to. And you know, sure. I probably I probably did skip it to tell you the truth. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, so after after the Livio art, I don't know whose art this is, but uh, I think they need to. They need, to, they need to work on their prowl. Like, I'm not trying to, like, art shame anyone. Like, I couldn't even do that Damn, good. that damn prowl. Once again, he fucks up. Look at those little bitty, like, crests on on his head. Do you see that? When he's talking to Goldbug? Oh, yeah. The one you're reading and the one I'm reading are definitely, definitely out of whack. Yeah, but that, uh, I see it. Yeah, it says, like... It, like the, I think the the page before is like Cybertron at the feet of the Necro Titan, because it's right after it's right after they run into Nightbeat in the Dead Universe. Yeah, yours is yours is for some reason a different. Which it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But that's, that's I a like pretty a, rough, rough artwork. I like the a little higher up on the page with Astrain. Uh, well, it looks like maybe a third of uh, or um, Blitzwing and what looks to be. Like, Get up, buddy. <laughs> Let's see. Um, then Soundwave is like covering his ears. He hears Megatron screaming because uh, I guess they grabbed Megatron and threw him down on a slab and was like, no one cares that you're in pain. Uh, we don't even care about you. Like Shockwave was just like trash talking him to the max. Uh, because uh, included a like interdimensional space bridge in his belly, and that's whenever we see Nova Prime. Nova uh, Prime through. Galvatron. Yep. And this is, I think, it's at this particular point in time is where uh, where they they finally find Metroplex, and he's like missing an eye, 
and he looks like he's not having a good time. And eventually they run into Blade and Chromia and Nautica, and she's like, I speak to Titans. Uh, then the big the big fight happened with um, Autobots and Decepticons kind of together for a common goal yet again. Sound familiar to Chaos or anything? No, it doesn't? Okay. Uh, well, Metalhawk joins the field, and Goldbug, or Goldfire, whatever they're calling him, uh, he he was just like, he was kind of like, it really took him by surprise, so he took his little mask off, and he was like, oh, hey, it's me, Bumblebee. You remember me? I'm your friend. And your friend. <laughs> and then Metalhawk was just like, you kind of let me die. Uh, so he started, like, cutting at him. Started cutting at him real good. And then some more fighting went on. And... Oh, uh, here's here's one of my favorite parts. Uh, Waspinator, who's still kind of around, just, like, walks up to Shockwave. And Shockwave, he's talking to him about, like, some, some Waspinator bullshit. Shockwave, like, takes his gun from him. <laughs> Sticks it like on his arm cannon, and uh, because that's that's how he he gets the Titan to uh, to do stuff, and so Shockwave's like, well, now it's my Titan. Mm. So I thought that was pretty brutal. That, I'm like, dude, you took his stinger away. Like, how you monster? When I said uh, before we started, I was like, there's some bad art in here. This is one of the I was talking about. Like when Metalhawk shows up, the scene with uh, Goldberg, or like this whole thing, it is proportions. And it's the same thing with Shockwave. Who, Metalhawk? Yeah, like the, whoever's drawing this was like all robots are a triangle in a tiny, tiny waist and really <laughs> long arms. You know what's funny? Like they drew they drew RC like okay until like like from one angle, like from from the forward angle, RC was not done too bad. But then, like, it's there's another angle where she's like looking at Metalhawk, like beating the shit out of people, and I'm like, what's with that head and neck? You know what I mean? Yeah, like when um, Chuck, like that. Look at that. Look at those panels where he's putting the thing on the Waspinator gun on. He looks like an anorex. Look at the Waspinator. He looks gun. like an anorexic <laughs> Black Manta. Yeah. I don't know. And then the chest. The Waspinator gun is just... It, it, that's that's bad, too. Uh, yeah. This was a dark time for IDW. No pun intended. Yeah, get it? Um, in my personal then we go, opinion. My, my opinion. I, yeah, dude. I, I agree. Like, I, I did like... I liked how the art style... Like, they let, you know, multiple people kind of have their hands on the books. I thought that was cool. Yeah. You know, for different situations and scenarios and all that. But that's one, because, like, that's the same artist that drew Prowl's, like, little bitty neutered uh, head crests. And... I, I, I just preferred how the storyline was written. I didn't care uh, much about the art. It was the artists that you named were Ronimus, where they're up there in the dead universe. Yeah. Now, that art there reminds me of a little bit of Alex Ross, the way it had done. Hmm. It's just a little bit of it, but you know, I like it. I like. I mean, I like all of Livio's stuff. You know, in certain like situations, just because it 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 like they could not. I don't think they could have picked a better artist to draw like the Dead Universe stuff. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. I just I just don't. I don't think they could have. It it, it fits his his art style. Um, that and like you know he he even kind of adopted you know like Milne's Rodimus design um, instead of drawing like Rodimus like how he drew him as Hot Rod in the the uh, the Autocracy Primacy and Monstrosity series. Mm-hmm. So I mean it, it, you know it was cool. I liked it. I liked what he was doing. And Hardhead looks like Hardhead here, and that's a good thing as well. So, but. Meanwhile, in the Dead Universe, I think, did Cyclonus go a little crazy? Like, he, like he the Dead Universe was starting to, like, kind of get back to him and make him want to kill people? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he started coughing up uh, Black Energon. Yeah. Let's see, uh, back on Cybertron, Megatron, I guess, after giving birth to uh, Galvatron? Because I think, didn't Galvatron, like, push Nova back through the the Dead Universe portal? Um. Or, or only Galvatron was able to come through at that point in time? I, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here. That was, that was the most confusing part, because, like... We see, we saw Nova, um, like, reaching out, and shock, you know, he was like, give me a hand, Shockwave, and Shockwave, like, had his gun hand, he goes, it's not the hand that you think I'm gonna give you, or my hands are busy, or some shit like that, and then, like, we, we see Nova and Galvatron coming out, and then, like, after that, it's just Galvatron. Like, that's all we see, is, like, Galvatron. And then... Yeah. Like, later Sorry, on, I- we see Nova in the dead universe... So I mean, they 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 never really explained what happened there. Like, if only Galvatron was able to make it through, or they just shoved Nova back into the dead universe, or or what? Um, both Galvatron and Nova Prime came out of Megatron. Yeah, but we never we never see uh, Nova on Cybertron. Yeah, they, we he, just see he was he was on he was on Cybertron because Ironhide fighting him. I remember that. Yes, Ironhide fought him. I think Soundwave as well. And that's when the Titan was... Ro- oh, they brought the Titan out. Well, yeah, no. No, because later on later on in this issue, after after Galvatron... Uh, like, long story short, like Galvatron rips Megatron in half because Megatron like ran into Goldfire and was like, look, you know, we got to do this. We got to team together or whatever. And that's yeah. when Galvatron ripped Megatron in half. And then later on, it pans back to the Dead Universe, and Nightbeat traps uh, Orion, Cyclonus, Hot Rod, and Hardhead in this like little protective cube because Cyclonus's little like bug cologne jewel thing broke, and that's what was making him sick um, because the Dead Universe was like taking him again. And so, in a way to keep Nightbeat, or hang on. No, 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 that wasn't Nightbeat, that was Nightbeat being controlled by Nova. My bad. Um, they trapped him for Nova. Yeah. And then that's when we see Nova back in the dead universe. Yeah. That's actually right where I, oh, that's right where I am, that's why I was like, what the fuck, because I, I couldn't remember what happened. 
Um, I couldn't remember the order of events, and that's when I said, what the fuck, because I had the panel where Galvatron ripped Megatron in half. And then, like, yeah, the next, like, yeah. two pages later is the, the uh, Nova Prime. You know what's interesting there about that, though? Uh, about Galvatron ripping Megatron there apart. It was like, man, ripped Megatron apart like he was just nothing. Well, yeah, man, and we'll see some more of, like, Galvatron's backstory, like, later on in the, uh, the XRID, you know, issues, and, I mean, he was, he was kind of a bruiser, like, he, you know, it, it, it definitely fit, because he, I would say Galvatron was definitely more of a, uh, brutal fighter than, than Megatron was, you know what yeah. I mean? They, well, they kind of exposed him to where... <laughs> They, they just made it look like Megatron was... And it's just like, dude just... Took. Well, to be fair, he just gave birth. Yeah. And to be fair, Galvatron's basically a, <laughs> from Viking times. So. Yeah. But anywho... Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so... um, Looks like everyone is uh, like counting their wounded and their blessings all in the same hands. Because now the Titan is in full force, the the Necro Titan, and it's like just running down the city, like crushing shit. Um, Starscream, as always, is having trouble with his insubordinates, and uh, they're they're trying to between evacuate like everyone and just like helping the dead. Um, the the Necro Titan's making that difficult for him. Um, now, back in the universe, we see some, uh... Oh... Uh, we hey, see I, where, uh... What it, what's up? Oh, shit, hold on. Let me find where you're at. I figured out what happened. So, Yuri... I thought this was the trade that I found, but what they did was they just put all the issues together, um, and they forgot to take some of the uh, covers out. So I thought, thought it was, um... I thought it was the trade, but I just realized that they put them in chronological order. But I think the collected one that you're reading puts it put some panels and some pages in an order that makes more sense to the story. That's why, like, we're having discrepancies. So let me get oh, to where you are. Okay. Because, like, where I am right now, like, I just click to the next page, and it's the rod pod inside of Triplex. So that's why I thought you said that a bit earlier. Oh, really? <coughs> oh, no, no, no. There, there yeah, is, yeah. Okay, there is, there is that page, too. I, I, did, I did actually kind of skip through that. I didn't know what they, oh, okay. what they did. Okay. Actually. Yeah, I'm back on the dead universe. Okay. Well, never mind. Then we're on the same page. Okay. All right. I was gonna say yes. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say I remember. I remember going past. It looked like they were just kind of going through. Ratchet, yeah, the only thing I didn't really think it was important. Important is Ratchet gives uh, Ultra Magnus lesson on Titan uh, physiology. Yeah. And it's like, is he alive? So I don't know. And it's like, well, the lights are on. And it's like, well, he might not. <laughs> he may be dead on the inside, and the outside just doesn't know it yet because they're pretty big. <clears throat> no, like, they're not like us. Yeah. So back in the Ted universe, uh, Hardhead's like completely distraught that he let himself be captured inside of a cube, and Cyclonus is just like, he's just like, oh my god, it's unbelievable. Um, and then, like, Rodimus and Optimus, looks like they do some kind of, like, distraction fighting. And 
I'm trying to see like at what point. Like Nova, Nova's still kind of calling some shots there. Other than that, I think that's. I think that's really it for like the the volume one portion of this. They end up like breaking out of the cube, and uh, Hardhead gets his hand broken and then his arm blown off or torn off or something. And it looks like. Who are they making the space bridge from? Are they are they using Hardhead for it? Um, I think so. Or is that is that Cup? That's hard to tell because I know Cup shows up. You know. Hold on. Nope, no, that is Cup. Because yeah, he's okay. all fucked up again. For that being in the dead universe for... Because whenever they flung him into the dead universe during, uh... During, um... Infiltrate... Was it... Was it... Not infiltration. Um... The, the, the Magic of the Gathering crossover. Whenever they flung him into the dead universe, like, didn't they, like, essentially put him at the start of the dead universe? I think so. Because flung, like back in time. Yeah, I think it covers that though, at some point. I think they're gonna do a... Is it... Because it was all mini-cons, or uh, Micromasters, there, and it shows it, and then it shows them all dying, and like Cup shows up, I think. I don't remember if it's in this, or if it's in a different issue. I'm kind of clicking ahead to see, but I don't want to get too far. Oh, hey, we're almost done. Shit. We're almost done done with this part. We're almost <laughs> done with the first part of Dark Cybertron, so... Yeah, let's... not dwell on it. It might be in the next the next part, so... If yeah. we get to it, we get to it. If not, we don't. I can look it up, and uh, if we'd be... Yeah, I mean, either way, like, we know that, you know, Cup was there for a while, and that's... Oh, we are done with the first part. Um, that's the end of the first part. Let me pull up the second part, please. Alright. Alright. Oh, Dark Cybertron... So, like, needless to say, for, for all of our listeners, like, there is a, it, it was just a ton of, I would say all that shit that we talked about, like, we, we really condensed this a lot, like, there's a lot of stuff we didn't, we didn't even cover, was just kind of, like, nonsensical, honestly. You know what else I want to know, too, about Cyclonus? The way, it was like, he was just breaking down, man, just going to that dead universe, it was like, dude, he just... I don't know what it was that he had a problem there. I mean, maybe his body was used to it, you know, but it was just like, man, they just made him look messed up. Well, he had and he, been in, he had been in it and he had gotten away from it. And it was like, okay. like he's going through like, um, like withdrawal of sorts. I would. Okay. Guess. That's what that, that's what, that's what I was looking for. Like a withdrawal. He's addicted there to it. So it was night. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would imagine it would be like uh, it would be like being a heroin addict and uh, being yeah. clean for so many years and then ending up in a fucking heroin. What do you, what do you call it? What do you call it? Do you call it a heroin house? I don't know. Blackout. Blackout. <laughs> well, I know, but I, I, I wanted a to be respectful. I think it would be a den. I think it is a den, like an yeah. opium den. I, I wanted to be respectful to the crackheads and not. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, but he was going those were drunk for like bad women and now they made it look like it was like and he was smiling about it. Well he was going he was being influenced by like it was affecting his mind. <laughs> Alright. Playing with his emotions. Dark Side Shot right, Volume two previously on Cyberman. We're probably going to... There, there's a lot of stuff that's still happening, like, with Metroplex, like, with, with the crew members of The Lost Light. I just... I, I don't feel really adds to the story there. I mean, it's just... It just seems like filler, you know? Like, I'm sure they're talking about some semi-sort of important stuff, but I think it, it all still has to do with, like, the Titan. Um, where the real meat and potatoes is kind of going on, like, still in the Dark Universe... And or the dead universe. Why do, I don't know why I want to keep calling it the dark universe. I think it's dark Cybertron. It's just that's that's the D word that comes up. But uh, either way, so Rodimus and Opti- or Orion and Cyclonus are all uh, imprisoned in the dead universe. They're like behind laser bars, and Nightbeat is kind of guarding over them, and. I believe it's Rodimus who hatches this brilliant plan to, like, get Nightbeat, like, back into his right head. And, you know, he knows that that Nightbeat likes to, you know, solve mysteries and, you know, like, that would probably override whatever mind control Nova Prime had on him. So Rodimus shows him the palm of his hand with uh, 89 with a slash with a 101 under it. And... You know, it shows Nightbeat going through his thinking process, and he was like, so you're a captain of a starship, you know, and in terms of active crew members, you know people who are up and about, and how many, you you know, how many do you have on board? And that's whenever Rodimus told him 190. And then that's whenever Nightbeat kind of snaps back into his senses, and he says, all right, let's go get Cup. So they are on their way to go get Cup. Uh, meanwhile, on Cybertron, we have... Uh, Let's see, it looks like Waspinator and Galvatron, or Galvatron's carrying like the top half of Megatron just slung over his back, and uh, Goldfire decides he wants to pick a fight with uh, Viking God Galvatron. Probably God. probably, probably not his best, his best move. Uh, but Megatron is still functioning, being uh, he's half of a man, or half of a robot or whatever, and he shoots the shit out of Galvatron. And then that's whenever, uh, well, let, let's not Bumblebee gets him out of there. Let's not glaze over Galvatron, where he picks <laughs> up. Uh, he's like, "I'll carry him," and he picks him up. And it's like, "Why you?" And he's like, "Cause I don't trust your generation." And then uh, <laughs> when he throws uh, when he throws Tron to the side, he's like uh, talking about this era of yours never fails to amuse me. <clears throat> but anyway, I get a grumpy old grandpa vibe from him. Yeah. Grumpy old Viking grandpa. Yeah. So let's see, Bumblebee is carrying him away, and um, Megatron and, and Bumblebee, Gold, whatever, they're having kind of a heart-to-heart. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Scoop and Starscream are also having a heart-to-heart. The Ring of Fire, apparently? Yeah. Yeah. Scoop's just like, you... You just you betrayed Cybertron and like all like Scoop's like spitting when he's talking and Starscream. It looks like like the equivalent of what Bloodshot like red LED eyes could be. I guess like I don't know, 
It looks like some little vein thing is like popping out of one of his eye. That or it's just his face is cracked. Either way, uh, good choice there, I think. Let's see. Um, and it looks like this is where, like, as far as like what's going on, like inside of Metroplex. Um, looks like this is where they meet Nautica yep. and Chromia. Windblade. And just to kind of like focus real quick on uh, the Nautica and Chromia parts. Like, not, well, not parts, but that's, that, this is another one of those, like, the way they're drawn sort of things. With um, Nautica having a ridiculously uh, unreal, let's just stick figure for what it's worth. Like, the same kind of, like, the same would kind of go for, like, Wheelie uh, being super heroic. Like, Nautica is kind of drawn like a, like a, like a woman from He-Man. Hmm. So I like to see consistency in the art there. Mm. Oh, who does the art? On that one. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And this this next this next deal it shows like Bumblebee like driving through the um I guess like the wastelands of Cybertron, like outside of the city. It's just like Top half of Megatron hanging on to him. Like, he even transforms and Megatron's still hanging on to his back. I don't know Carrying why it's funny, but it's just funny. With his legs just dangling in the breeze. <laughs> yeah. What you doing? Let's see. I think this is actually the start of Chapter 8, so we're, we're almost there, man. We're almost home free. Um, is there any... Greg may be able to read better, like, faster than I can. Is there any... I, I'm not seeing, like, really any important dialogue I see some fucked up looking Dinobots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I see where they're all still fighting the, uh... The, the yeah, Ammonites. Yeah. I believe it's the Ammonites. Yeah, the Ammonites have been fighting, um... have been trying to break into... Metroplex. <clears throat> the, take, and, his, take his brain. And, oh, yeah, and all the um, the Lost Light stuff. That's pretty much what was happening. Yeah. Now speaking speaking of like this, like this is just another. This is one of those um, those panels that I think was just drawn really well. Um, the the one with Windblade standing like it says inside Metroplex, left shoulder blade. Like look at all the detail uh, on what I'm assuming is Metroplex's brain. Uh, just a good job in line art and in colors. Like whoever, whoever tackled both on this on this particular page at least, did a really awesome job. I can tell you who it was. Give me one second. It was. Oh come on now. Trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I feel like I should know the art style, but I don't. Well, Josh did the colors. Um, James Reyes. Okay. And Atilio well, Rojo were the two, uh, and then uh, they were the two other people credited, and then Ramondelli. But we know. Yeah, Ramondelli did do that. We know Livio's. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, who, who, like they they did a phenomenal job. I will say that much for this page. Like I I would want to point that out. Like that artwork is definitely very good. Meanwhile, back in the dead universe, um, they're all kind of like running and trying to do their own thing. It looks like maybe Hardhead isn't dead dead yet. I don't know, but looks like Prime and Nova are about to square up, and I think they do. They do, they uh, do. because Hardhead yeah. busts the, uh, but they, the thing over his head, and Nova Prime kills Hardhead, dissolves him, I would say, almost like turns him into dust. But see, I thought Hardhead stayed stayed there. Because, um, like, they, they eventually use Hardhead, I believe, to, to travel in a sort of way. Uh, e- either way, like, we'll, we'll get to it whenever we get to it. Uh, meanwhile, they find a way to get Metroplex back to Cybertron. They find a way to activate his, uh, space bridge. And then we see Metroplex and Hero Titan, uh, square up. And start bobbing and weaving and throwing punches, which was really good. Like this was a very big, um, kind of like art thing here. Very, very like, what's how what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, the ways that they kind of showed it off. I don't know. I really liked it, especially with Metroplex kind of like coming in, and you see like the lost light over his shoulder, which. The Lost Light, I think, should be a little bit bigger than that, just from some dimensions that we've been given, like, in the books. But, I mean, I get it, like, scale is never going to happen anywhere, never, ever. So I'm cool with that. But, either way, it uh, it looked really good, seeing uh, Metroplex and the Necro Titan fight. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and even the opening page of where just Metroplex just is next to hell out. Yeah. Uh going back to the uh the, the Nova Prime, Optimus Prime fight, whenever uh Nova kept like changing the shape of his body into like he, he did like a Sentinel and Zeta and was trying to throw Prime off. I think it was kinda working there for a little bit. But I don't know, I thought that was it looked like looked like Livio just missed drawing those guys. Well, yeah, it's like um it's one kind of thing storytelling was they did there was uh, Rodimus talks about what numbers on his hand are and blah, 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 and he expects Optimus to give him, like, some reassuring pep talk, but he's just like, hey, you should have resigned. And it's like, <laughs> you were wrong. And then, like, when he's like, I can't even lay a punch on Nova and he's ready to give up, then Rodimus gives him the Optimus Prime pep talk. <clears throat> and then that's when he's, like, like, he literally punches through Nova. And he's like, oh, I'm Optimus Prime. And that's like the older again. <laughs> he says his name a whole bunch. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing that now. Let's see. And didn't didn't Nova, like, turn himself into Optimus Prime, too? Yes, he was. In fact, yeah. he was. That was the shape he was in when uh, he got um, sucked up. Yeah, Optimus ripped his arm off and knocked a hole through him. The bottom out of him, so to speak. But, um... 
back on Cybertron, they're still shit fighting. Uh, Metroplex is the whooping some ass though. Like he's he like I would say Metroplex definitely had the upper hand in this fight between him and the Necro Titan. Because uh, like every, every time I look at a panel of them fighting, like Metroplex is uh, like keeping hands like on him, and then he finally like punches a hole through him. I'm seeing the 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 pattern here in this story, and then like all of this gold stuff just like starts dripping onto him, like onto onto everybody. Let's see, what do they call it? Do they just call it like the light? But I guess it's just his, the Necro Titan's like blood or whatever. It's really weird. Um, meanwhile, Shockwave and Galvatron and the group are still still kind of planning, and uh, Megatron is laid up. Like he looks pretty pretty badly damaged at this point. Um, but this is where this is where Hardhead steps in, and Hardhead's like, "Hey, you know, you can use me." As a space bridge, I think Cup and Hardhead were kind of arguing like who was gonna die, like be the one to get stuck, right? And I think Hardhead finally just like talked him into it, into letting it be him. Yeah. Then Ratchet fixes Megatron, which is a uh, unusual, which is funny. Yeah, it's um. The the dialogue here was 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 really was really good. There's a lot of it, so I, I'm not gonna like just basically give a read through. But you know, at this point, like I will, um, totally in the video form post a an image of this particular panel, but of Megatron like fixing or uh, Ratchet fixing Megatron, and you know Megatron seemed to kind of be egging him on, and Ratchet's just like I'm just following orders. Like shut up, I'm just doing what I'm told. So. Uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, Blur, uh, final, or Swarf finally meets Blur. Oh yeah, the party in his bar. Yeah. And he wasn't he just like uh, he ended up saying something. Hang on, let's see. Let's see, it's Blur. We got Blur and uh, God Crosscut. I couldn't think of his name. Walking in and swerve, it looks like he's shaking his hand a whole bunch. And Blair was like, "Hey, Crosscut, who is that little three-fingered guy?" And he's like, "Ah, man, she knows his name. Like I met him, you know, like super recently." And that's whenever Blair said he was really annoying. Yeah. And uh, never. Um, I think, like you see, Swerve kind of like hear him. Maybe I don't know, but that had to be hard. And that I think would kind of play into something that. Uh, happens later on in More Than Meets the Eye. Like, that would explain a certain situation like Swerve gets put into, I think. Maybe. We'll see. But, uh... And I'm trying to fast forward. Oh, this is where, uh... This is where, um, like, later on, like, after everyone's kind of, like, partying and getting rebuilt and like ratchets like doing all this work fixing people uh we see like chrome dome and prowl having the talk oh yeah and by the talk i mean chrome dome like uh throws prowl off of a cliff prowl comes back to his ass 
I'll be I'll be super honest, man. Uh, that I think that was very uh, deserving. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think I think Prowl got off easy, all things considered, with uh, with what happened, because he was he was kind of the re- like the reason I think the reason it, it got that far was like Prowl was just like, oh, so uh, you're missing a certain someone, are you? Like sort of rubbing his nose in it, and I don't think that shit uh, you know was like flying at all. So you know there was that. Yeah. And then the Constructicons are just like, get him, Prowl. Kick his ass. Like mm. his little fan club. Yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> it's hilarious, though, because they're they're telling him they're that. But also, it's Chrome Dome's fault as well for going inside Prowl's head. Yeah, I mean... That, that's Chrome Dome's fault. That's where right. all these problems started at. You're right. And then, like, Magnus steps in, and the Constructicons are just like, nobody threatens Prowl. Like we love you, Prowl. Like it's so funny. Yes. I always like seeing them interact. I wish I wish they would interact like more in the the current comics, but they haven't done that since they separated them. That's what sucks about it. Right. It's, you know, you separated Prowl from them. It's like no, you should have kept Prowl with these guys because that's what makes it work. <laughs> It looks like Shockwave enlists the Ammonites to fight for him now, since you know, he doesn't like really have an army or anything like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he sends him to Cybertron. So the fighting begins again, uh, and there are a ton of these dudes. Like the entire sky seems to be like blackened by. Uh, all of these like Ammonites, and they're attacking the Lost Light. Like, just when you thought the fight was over, it isn't. And let's see, Shockwave is. What is Shockwave doing? What what he he makes? Let's see, he calls it the Final Cataclysm, and I'm trying to remember like what exactly he does to uh to like to do this. Really should have researched it. Is is metal back in his like right state of mind at this point? No. Um. Shit. Because it looks like his his eyes aren't like purple anymore, and he is just like, hey, look, we kind of need to talk. Like while all this you know chaotic stuff, like like this this book really like especially right here, it really does reference. Like it feels like a retelling of chaos. You know, there's. This army of little transforming robot dudes, like, in the sky, and, like, everyone's fighting. It has to do with Nova Prime and the Dead Universe. You know, it just, it, it like I said, man, it feels like, it feels like Dead Universe Round 3. You know what I mean? Yeah, so basically he's making himself one with time, and he's going to use the Dead Universe to power... It, yeah, it, it's kind of convoluted. So I'm guessing, like, whatever his scheme is, he's gonna use the. It's gonna keep the dead universe like in a time loop, and he's drawing the power from its destruction to power his machine, which is keeping the dead universe in a time loop, which he's using to power his machine, and it's keeping the dead universe in a time loop. Like, it's I, like, I don't really. Yeah, th- that was that was hard to kind of understand as well. 
And it, it formed like a like a time tornado, like some some super like Beast Wars the agenda type shit going on. Um, but uh, Abominus is is there. He's he's not just hanging around. Those guys aren't just hanging around for looks. Or or should we call him Satan now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, gotta love them third party names. Wow. Wait a minute. That's what they named. I think I'm not trying to get off topic. That's yeah. what they named him Satan. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the t- <laughs> TFC uh, Abominus is named Satan. <laughs> wow. Hell. That is, that is wow. hilarious. But, wow. Um, it's about time. <laughs> it was only a matter of time where they ran out of other names. Oh, wow. They, I mean, they were going with like nothing but like Greek names, weren't they? For for their combiners, was that TFC? That's everybody, man. But yeah, yeah, like they had Hercules and they had like Perseus for Shatterglass, you know, whatever. And then Uranus, and then or Uranus, I guess. And Prometheus. Yeah. They, so they had. And then they were just like like Abominus comes around. They're like. Hades? No, they already did Hades, didn't they? Yeah, Hades was like Kaiser, and then there was... um. That's right, so they couldn't have done... So they had just Poseidon they, and Satan. They could have done Cerberus, maybe, but no, they were like, nope, Satan. So. I want to say Cerberus was something else, though. Really? Wait, did you see, just that would make Star- sense if it was. Wait a minute, did you just say Starburst? Cerberus. 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 Oh, I'm already saying... I'm already saying if they name a character named Starburst. If, hell no. If they oh, no. no no I I I I stand on the other side of that. If a third party company named a, like their character like if it was a Starscream and they just called it Starburst, I instant buy. Like quality wow. be damned, it doesn't matter. But anyways, we see we see Abominus and Prowlestator going at it again, which which is cool. I always liked whenever Prowl linked up with the Constructicons. I actually it's wait, like, wait a minute. I gotta correct you there on that. Those, oh, what the fuck are, are they? Um, that's Moonstructor. That's not a bonus. That's uh, Devastator. Devastator's fight Moonstructor. That's who that is. Yeah. Oh, is it Monstructor? Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's who that is. My bad. You guys, you guys, yeah, you guys know how I am with the names though. And Cerebus was um part of the Hades combiner. Oh well, okay, that makes sense too. Yeah, but, Shit, but no, I can't Satan remember. is still Monstructor, though, isn't it? Yeah, they were pretenders. No, right. Satan is Abominus. Okay, has anyone done a Monstructor yet? No. Yeah. yeah. No. They well, Fans Project did Dino King, and it was supposed to, which is the um, that's the, the American version of Monstructor. The victory version of it, yeah. But the um, yeah, but the repaint never happened because Fans Project's not a complaint anymore. Oh really? I didn't know that. I don't think I'm learning something every day. Yeah, there was all sorts of rumors um, going on uh, this weekend. Yeah, but they, I don't know. We can yeah. briefly discuss it after. I don't know. I don't know how much time I'm going to have when we're done, but um, we yeah. can always talk about it in the chat. Yeah, that's true too. We have that that, that useful tool. Uh, but proud <laughs> the the. the um, the Constructicons are just like, hey, look, you know, we gotta do it again. <laughs> and Prowl's just like, alright, let's just do this. Like, Prowl is super against it, but it's always so cool seeing it. Uh, I've, I've always liked the whole Prowl Estator thing, and that was, like, pretty popular there for a while. Uh, enough so to have a couple of add-on kits made and things like that, so... It still would be awesome to have one 
that 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 works like fully. It's not just like a little car with a giant head. But those are just my wishful dreams that'll never come to life. Um. So, let's see. It looks like Bludgeon and Metalhawk are about to get into it. Look, look uh, in between. Look at Watchmen under those. You get that little nod. Oh, uh, mm. what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was uh, that was that was well done. That was definitely well done. Like after getting stabbed in the chest, he's like, mm, "Why does the universe hate Waspinator?" Love it. Then we see Magnus like putting in some work too. You got Megatron and Goldfire, Bumblebee, whatever, all coming in. Is this where Metalhawk and uh, Jaxus fight? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Because Jaxus is in his new body, isn't he? Yeah. Is a uh, well very Starscream looking. Well, he's body. in. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's reactive armor, and it was an excuse. Yeah, for that <laughs> remote. I don't know why they couldn't have just drawn him like that to begin with. Like it would have, would have just saved time. Like I think that was just wasted panel space. Doing that, you know what I mean? It was a way for them to sell a toy, basically. If you really think about it. Yeah, I mean they they knew the toy was kind of coming. You know, before that, but I guess it's neither here nor there. Um, Megatron gets the one-up on Galvatron, and he's got his fusion cannon pointed directly at his face. And Bumblebee's like, oh, stop. You gotta, you gotta give, him a, give him another opportunity, you know? Kind of like what we sort of did to you, even though we didn't, but we kind of did, because we were forced to do it. But you don't need to kill him. Just don't kill him. And then, uh, as he's given that very heartfelt speech, uh, he gets shot from the back and completely, he, he gets, he, he dies. Uh, let's just put it that way. And it's Shockwave that, uh, looks like he deals the final blow to him. And Megatron looks like he's kind of, uh, awestruck and upset over it. Because he's like, he's dead. Then he just screams he's dead and he starts punching, uh, Shockwave. And which, somehow Shockwave just kind of like, you know, rubs that shit off, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. But. Shockwave's like, concepts like that aren't going to matter pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, am the, I am the world. I am the time. I am both times. I am the universe. Yeah. So. I'm just rolling, rolling through here now. We see in Hot Rod and Orion and Cyclonus come back. But uh, yeah, wasn't surprised because Bludgeon was fucking everybody, and then uh, he was about to kill Ultra Magnus, and Orion uh, shows up to shoot him. And that's when like Pax, just in the nigga time. Like, no, not Pax, but close enough. Or what he said, Orion. <laughs> no, but close. Yeah. Oh, and Nightbeat was back with him too. How could I forget? I really, I really like Nightbeat in the coming in the coming issues. I'm glad glad they they kind of pulled him out from uh, Neverland. But yeah, this is that weird time tornado thing. Like, looks like it's like old Ironhide who's like no longer old. You see like Bomber Megatron and Tailgate giving Tyrus the finger in the head. Uh, Windblade's there because you know she just showed up like, three issues ago. 
you get the scene with like World beating the shit out of uh, Megatron in prison. And the scene of Megatron ripping the Matrix from Optimus. Just a bunch of like, I guess, iconic things that happened, uh, you know, through all of the like the past comics. I think that's the Devoid up at the very top too. And uh, Rodham is just like, time. Please tell me I'm not the only one seeing this. So that whole everything's going circles, but staying the same sort of thing. This is, I think this is where, in my opinion, the writing just got a little too ridiculous. Like, they could have ended it a couple of issues back, and, you know, maybe it would have been fine, but I think they just got way too, like, fiction-y over it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, these books were a lot of, this is when it got really bad for me, I mean... Yeah, like there was. Don't get me wrong. Like there was some good stuff here, but it it just it it kind of just kind of flopped for me. You know what I mean? Like like uh-huh. here at the very end, like Megatron, you know, has uh, Bumblebee's uh, Autobot badge, and like apparently him putting this badge on, you know, saying his right. yeah. Well, I mean, and he he says like. He says, so I can change and so can you, and Shockwave apparently just can't accept it, that, that change can happen, and it, dri- it looks like it drives him that shit insane, and was it some overloading his logic? Yeah, it was, all, or something it, like was that? A, it was a logical that Megatron would become an Autobot. Yeah. So, and then Prime and Megatron, like, both shoot at him, and... It looks like they're saying, like, they're both saying, like, they will remember him as he was. Like, Prime obviously remembers Shockwave in a totally different manner than Megatron, you know, which was kind of cool, had kind of a dual meaning there. And that's when, like, Shockwave and time and space kind of, like, implodes and folds in on itself. And that, I believe, whenever the, the remaining Decepticons decide they want to follow after... Galvatron. Metroplex decides he wants to stay and become new Iacon. And uh, that's whenever it looks like... Is this whenever they kind of like officially take Megatron into custody? Because like you see you see Megatron and Prime like walking yep. together. And let's see. Oh yeah, that's right. It's Prime because Prime accident he was serious about wearing Bumblebee's badge and, like, everything that he said. Megatron was like, well, let's give it a shot. And that's, uh... That's what... Finally. Yeah, finally. Like, like I said, man, I think before that finale wasn't bad. Uh, I mean, there, there were some parts that I don't think really needed to weren't all that great, you know? Yep. But it wasn't bad until they got to this whole, well, this is just a time loop, and everything's going to be all at once from this point forward, and it's going to be me, Shockwave, and then it's like, oh, hey, you're more computer than you are person, so I'm just going to fuck with your logic, and, like, that's how it ends. It just, I don't know, man. Greg, what are your, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on this? <coughs> I don't know. I mean, I kind of like how it how it ended. Uh, it was all. I mean, 
the last third of this book was all the means to an end, which was making Megatron an Autobot. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I like what this sets up, definitely. Um, but just getting getting to there, I think, I think it could have been handled a little bit better. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. I <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looks like... Uh, oh, Walter, are you still there, man? Oh, he thought we were done. Oh, uh, is he gone? No, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> just, just joking. <laughs> I was gonna say because I, I know I've heard him like I've heard him drop out and come in a couple of times. So. I'm I'm right here. Walter, right how here. You, how you feeling about uh about Dark Cybertron? You know what? That's the second major event. I liked it. You know, I thought it was interesting. You know, um, the plot, the fight. Um, my prowl being the usual, <laughs> and the the shocking the shocking part about about Bumblebee dying that was the shocking part of. It. You know, shocking. I didn't think they had the stones to do it either. Honestly, me neither. With you know how Bumblebee has like been as a character these uh these last ten years, like how he's you know got the infinite cheat code and like all other forms of media mm-hmm. uh, but I'm glad I mean I'm glad to see that they, that they were just like no it no we don't fucking need Bumblebee so and in the other part Megatron joining the Autobots that was no one saw that coming or at least talking about joining the Autobots yeah for sure and I know that angered up a lot of fans and it's like people have to realize something change is good and it sells. See, I think I like the the R.I.D. parts. Like, I think they put the better story in the R.I.D. like books of of Dark Cybertron, where more than meets the eye. Just kind of got the like like all the shit that was happening. Like I, I I get why it happened. Like why the Lost Light was like underwater and you know trying to get Metroplex like up and running. I, I get all that. I just think it was stretched across too many books. You know, yeah. doing it. It just felt like a waste. But, like, then, like, the stuff that uh, Rodimus and Orion and Hardhead and Cyclonus and Nightbeat, like, everything that was going on in the Dead Universe, I like that stuff, too. I like those, you know, the parts of, like, those stories as well. So, I don't know. I think I think that's kind of, like, our, our sort of final thoughts on it. Yeah, it's a whole lot of nothing and a little bit of something. But the, the good stuff, the good stuff will happen... On the next information beat, where uh, we talk, like we'll, we'll probably cover like at least like definitely my favorite kind of like start to more than meets the eye season two, with all of that. Yeah, that'll be um, yeah yeah. That's when it started getting good. Oh yeah, started getting really good. And he, I think you know honestly, even like the the RID books uh, picked up from there. In my, in my opinion, uh, not much, but still, it was it was something. So, you got, uh, anyways, um, you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about, share on it? No, I think, me personally, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. I think so, too. I think that covers up everything. 
Alright, well, uh, we are, I guess we can, we can do shout-outs since I totally forgot those at the beginning. We are part of the Cool Table Network where you can check out shows like Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Round, Beers and Bolts 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Stasis Lock, Nerd Rage Radio, Toy Detox, and 8 Weeks. And you can also catch Figure Bangin' every couple of Wednesdays a month or so. If you want to do that and the Enter the Realm, uh, the Hangout Podcast, or not Enter the Realm, the Realm of Collectors Hangout Podcast, there's that too. So a whole bunch of shows, a whole bunch of podcasts. Uh, you can always uh, check out a lot of that stuff on RealmOfCollector.com as well. So uh, anyways, thanks uh, everyone that listens and or watches. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Yay!